bird, bird, bird. Bird is the word. Attention visitors of the left floor. This audio presentation of Three Sheets to the Mouse may contain adult subject matter and is recommended for an audience that is mature, even if the hosts are not. I am now obligated to thank you for your attendance and encouraged to instruct you to enjoy your time on the MILF? Who wrote that? Wazowski? Sorted, but you'll be rewarded when at last I am given my dues. And injustice deliciously squared, be prepared. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 100 and Sparkers Board of Reshade the Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're just making up numbers now. It's like common core math. <laughs> so the points don't matter. <laughs> nope. The episode numbers don't matter, and basically everything is made up, even these openings. <laughs> I'm Mikey, and tonight I'm I had a I had something clever for that. Uh, I'm Mikey, and tonight I'm joined by three people who. I've put more than just service to the test. <laughs> Sounded better in my head. <laughs> M- Maria, cackle at us. <laughs> That'll do, pig. Whoa, what? <laughs> hey, you were the one screaming suey ten minutes ago. Damn. Oh my I mean, god. I think you're just trying to fit in down in Arkansas. <laughs> I know, right? You win you win one raw That's and everybody right. comes out of the woodwork. Everybody's you won your the friend. Raw, so I have to come in and piggyback off of you. You you wouldn't last a week no, in Arkansas. No, I wouldn't. You would be fine. Mikey knows everybody. You'd get help. I know. <laughs> I do. I do. You, you'd be okay. You'd be okay. Tim, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing very well. And Adam? Yes. Good answer. <laughs> Show me potato salad. <laughs> We're all here tonight, and uh, we hope you enjoy this episode. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about right now. I'm so I'm not used to seeing three people on, on the Skype um, call. It's usually just like we were all on the Skype calls about two weeks ago. Well, it was live. It was. As most yeah, Skype calls just, are. Yeah. Gonna, As know, all Skype calls are. No, this is recorded. I, I totally wish somebody, instead of their name, had just said pre-recorded. At <laughs> <laughs> the bottom of the screen. Is it live or is Before it for a live studio oh. audience? Man, maybe <laughs> it's Maybelline. Would Grab Nobody yourself. would pay to see this shit show. 
<laughs> as we all think about it. That's what that quiet was right there. We all thought, I think will they? Crickets. Crickets. I was running through the names in my head of who actually would. Yeah, there's. I think there's a selection that would. I mean. Oh, my God. Yeah. But they would want to see the pre-show, too. I mean, other than our spouses. They're dying to see the pre-show. They want to see the behind-the-scenes stuff. We keep it behind yes. for a reason. <laughs> Locking key. Like Puma once said, you got to put your scenes in your behind. <laughs> that's not what he said. <laughs> I'm no. like, I, that's a different movie that he's watching. You got to put your behind past No, you, you got to right? put your past you behind your past you. and your behind. <laughs> you got to put your behind past no. you. He says you got to put your past in your behind. You put your behind in front of your no, face. That's <laughs> not what he said. I thought he said, face down, ass up. That's the way we like to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was Luna. <laughs> no, that was uh, Luke Skywalker from... <laughs> if you don't study, but you're behind, you're never going to get head. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I... There's a reason that was the reason she was called Princess Amalia. <laughs> Study the behind, he said. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> Happy Friday. Get a cinnamon roll in each hand. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 100 of Sporkers Board of Three Seats of the Mouth. That already. <laughs> I'm not, I feel like I'm in that Tom Cruise movie where he just keeps getting stuck in that time loop until he gets it where right. he dies. He dies at the end of every day because Emily Blunt kills him. Yeah, this, I'm, I'm Bill Murray. Uh, yep. That's Independence not Day. what it is. Armageddon. They came around no. the same time. I see how you can get them confused. No, it was Deep Impact. No. no. Which immediately went to a... Porn. Vivid yes. video site <laughs> under the same name. I'm gonna give you a deep impact. <laughs> was that I was that Terry Crews or Mr. T? Yes, or... it was a combination yes. of both. It's all of the above. <laughs> I think it was. Which is his character in Cloudy the Cat's Meatballs too? He plays the cop who was Mr. Oh T God. in the first one, and then he he did. Did he pity the fool? Hey. Let's talk about Disney instead of uh, DreamWorks. Okay. Not the kind of show. No. Well, I mean, it could be. So where was I? Hey, get a drink because we're all pretty well lit already. No. Why we don't do these on Friday. <laughs> and uh, just in, in, enjoy uh, this. Potpourri. <laughs> <laughs> but don't eat it. Are you just trying to throw in, like, fake French words? <laughs> to try to segue like, us back on topic? Wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> so, uh, Tim, be our guest. What are you drinking? I'm What's in your wallet? Drinking Robert Mondavi Private Selection Bourbon Barrel Age Cabernet. I have had that, mm -hmm. actually. It's a good cheap table wine. It, yes, it is, it is uh, not expensive, but it is very good. Yeah. Now, the other side of that coin, Adam, what are you having? I am having... What do I have? 
um, the trio from Franklin Hill Vineyards, which is our local vineyard here. And it's just, it's a red, it's a red table wine. And it's three berries mixed into one. Grapes, even. But it's really <laughs> little and in red, and I can't see that right now. I ran today. Are grapes that's berries? That, that's the question. Are grapes berries? Why the fuck mm. not? <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, seriously, what, what's the damn difference? So. Somebody, uh, hit Why us up on, 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 on oh, Twitter. Maybe because grapes have seeds? Three Sheets Podcast. Well, Berries, berries have seeds. seeds. Not all of them. They have seedless grapes. Blueberries don't have seeds. I will not eat a fucking seeded grape. I'll tell you right now. I don't eat strawberries. I don't eat blackberries. I don't eat blueberries. I don't eat boysenberries. I don't do seeds. Maria, what are you drinking? Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, grapes are. Oh, boy. Oh, berries. So... Grapes are considered berries? Yep. Oh, so I was right anyway. Boom. Nice. The lock, lock, boom. <laughs> what about them cotton candy flavored Ew. grapes? They're I guess that's still great. They're so gross. Never had. They're them. not worth it at all. We bought them for the boys. We, I, we try not to get grapes in this house because of dogs. Oh yeah. Now, M- Maria, your uh, opinion about whether something is or isn't tasteful is really—you don't have I'm a good sorry. track record. Honey. <laughs> Well, no, it's not that she doesn't have a good track record. It's that she leaves the worst tasting thing for when we record. I think that's just how she just wants to make sure she no. doesn't have the COVID. <laughs> so that I can taste if it. If it still tastes so I can horrible, taste it, I know I'm, she's I'm good. Okay. No, actually, I really, I really, really like my drink that I have tonight, but you guys are going to chastise me. <laughs> my wife is drinking 24 days worth of Fireball right <laughs> I, now. My opinion I is invalid. Basil Hayden Caribbean Reserve Rye. What did you mix it with? Oh, God, oh how much God. ice is in there? Did you make a slushie? No, she mixed slush it with something puppy? because that glass is too clear to just be basil yeah. Hayden. I mixed it with a ginger snap seltzer. That's not actually awful. It's really yeah, good. It's okay. <laughs> I, no, I would say, yeah, the, the, the bite you get from ginger or ginger mm-hmm. snap probably right. goes pretty well with that. So, no, calm down. Calm down like you just I, discovered <laughs> something. You didn't. I'm just, <laughs> just getting all excited. <laughs> She was she's like, man. oh, I made a drink. No. But she's, was, like, she's over here like, I'm a mixologist. So I, had this, I had this drink last night, and I took a picture of it, and I posted it in um, a chat that we have with, like, the Alversons and the Kohlers and some other people. And and Derek Alverson FaceTimed me, and he's like, what the fuck are you doing mixing Basil Hayden with a fucking seltzer from Bud Light? I was like, but it's really good. It's really well, good. He's like, no, Hayden's Maria. Really not all that expensive. It's, so it's good. It's and it's not like the Caribbean rye. It's just the regular blue label rye. Oh, she said oh, it was no, the Caribbean it's rye. Caribbean rye. So it's aged in rum casks. Right. Why are you? Oh. I wanted to mix it with rum, but we don't have any rum, so I used the you don't basil. Mix, what? It was the, mixed the, with the, rum. Yeah, the Caribbean rye is. It's sweet. It's good on its own. It's very mm-hmm. sweet. But it's even better with the ginger snap seltzer from Bud Light. Oh, wait a second. See, I was thinking like it was like a non-alcoholic ginger uh, based kind of like, like like a ginger ale That's kind of I thing. Thought. But gingerbread. No. Just, but, ginger but no, snap. Um, I take back okay. everything I said. 
You made a bad decision. That was positive. So she, she pretty much put Flint <laughs> Michigan water in some Perrier. That's terrible. And then shouted ginger sap no, over it's, it. It's good. It's, it's good. It's good. But I'm almost out, so I'm going to have to go get something else very soon. <laughs> Maria, you want to know why what? it's good? Because there's virtually oh, no there's, flavor there's, in your seltzer. It smells like a gingerbread so cookie. <laughs> try it. Try, try it without okay. the seltzer. Oh. <laughs> she's already go ahead she's and, already and, making faces. Put an ice put an put it over an ice cube because you know you have to have all your drinks full. Uh-huh. I do. And then just do it without the seltzer. I don't know about this. Todd would be really proud of you. He would. You're right. I'd rather And then if you don't like Why it, you then you can ruin the ice? it again. Well, um, this is my last gingerbread seltzer, so. I, oh, I well buy, then. I gotta it's go so buy facto. another variety pack. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Because <laughs> they don't okay. sell them separately. They're only in the variety pack. <laughs> so you have to buy a whole bunch of flavors you don't like. No, I do. Just I do. To get the no, one I like all you of do. them. I do. I like all of them. <laughs> Why do I feel that's a lie? No, it's accurate this yeah. time. It's true. It's a true story. <laughs> well, you know what's great? At the end of the season, this variety yes. pack goes away, and it's you're accurate. back to square one, buying shit you don't like again. Mikey, what are you drinking? I don't want to like trying to get out of the hot seat. Oh, I've got I've got this pink ass can that was off the clearance rack at the uh, liquor store. Were they sperms? Or no, they're clouds because it, this beer it's called Vape Tricks. <laughs> yeah, it already sounds cringy so just from the beer. name. Uh, it, it is. It is uh, brewed in uh, actually in McAllister, Oklahoma which is absolutely bizarre that they've got anything like this. It's a sour ale that's aged on cherries. On cherries? It, it is sour. It's it. On cherries, not in cherries? I'm, I'm reading it. Now, I don't know if they just had, like, some cherries under That's the barrel. That's what I'm saying. Like, what do they do? They just place the cherries <clears throat> underneath the barrel? I don't. I think while the beer was brewing, someone was just vaping with the cherry-flavored vape uh -oh. and was blowing their uh, smoke across <laughs> the top of it. That's fucking gross. So it's like the La Croix yes. of beer. Yeah, but with a skeezy face beard Does happening. Does it taste like cherry? And flannel. Lots and of flannel. greasy hair. Lots of flannel. Yep, that's my Does oldest son. Does it taste son. like cherry? Uh, oh. Not good ones, no. So like. So it tastes like bitter cherry. Rotten ones. I mean, it just it just tastes like bitter. I don't really... I don't think I've ever had like a bitter cherry, so I don't know. I've always just had cherries. They've always been covered and slathered in syrup. So you've never had a I've fresh had black cherry? cherries. What? No, I'm from the well, south. They grow them there. What does that matter? <laughs> yeah, but we have lots of animals that eat them before. I know I've not had a fresh cherry. If I see something growing on a tree, I leave it on the damn I'm tree. I'm pretty sure cherries really don't grow in trees like that. Yeah, yeah they, they do. Do they really? Yes. Yeah, cherry trees. <laughs> Hello, George Washington. I cannot tell a lie. I cut down the cherry tree. But it was an apple tree. No. Oh, fuck. No, apples grow on no, a vine. No, they don't. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> my brain no, is hurting. No, that's strawberries. 
Strawberries are on a vine. Strawberries are in a bush. Are strawberries technically are a grapefruit? Both of you. <laughs> <laughs> you were given the option to open this show, Maria. I am not opening anything. <laughs> can, can we just hang up and we'll do our own thing? Well, that's what we're drinking. <laughs> what are you having? Put it in the comments below. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> YouTube channel. To the show notes. <laughs> Don't forget to smash that like button. Turn on the bell. Hit subscribe. <laughs> and clip, clip subscribe. subscribe. It's free. Doesn't cost you a dime. It really helps us grow our channel. But if you want to donate, I hope so much. Right here. The way. Yes. <laughs> I I hate when shows we'll do that. We'll attach that down below. <laughs> Links in the doobly doo. As opposed to the doubly dob, which is up top. Yes. <laughs> That's right. I don't actually watch YouTube videos on YouTube.com, so I never see any of that. I watch it on Apple TV, so it's just the videos. You don't get the doobly doos the... and the doubly dos. Annotations and no, stuff like that. they tell you where to, and they point to it, but there's nothing there. So it's good. You know what's funny? More often than not, they forget mm -hmm. to put that in when they're, when they're editing their videos and nothing shows up where they're pointing. And it's like, well, I, it, you had, I mean, you had me. I was looking for it, but those are the ones what? that don't, don't get, get that click. That's a lie. We weren't yeah. really looking. Nope. Speaking of monetized, yeah, you're wondering what am I going to yep. do here? I'm <laughs> pulling this. I'm not pulling this rabbit out of its hat. You're gonna have to pull it out of its ass. Try, try to make that. Hey, you Mikey, put your ass you know what goes on vines? <laughs> Roses. <laughs> Well, I... still wrong, but okay. You don't. No, that's a pretty thorny bush. Listen, I shaved a couple days ago, so. Speaking of bush. It's not my fault if it's thorny. Are we still talking about bush? I got a machine head. Don't know what kind, whether it's George or. Well, no, I thought she said her she trimmed it. I shaved. Still I trimmed it down a couple days ago. <laughs> it's only thorny if you. Never mind. <laughs> so what you're saying is, Don's not the only one with a little prick. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's funny because it's true. <laughs> To follow oh that God. up, unlike Todd, Adam, that's got to stay in. Yeah. <laughs> not, I think I need another sabbatical. Edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! No, but seriously, when it comes to monetization, Disney has actually really mm, got their money's worth out of this uh, this IP we're going to be discussing tonight. Are uh, they really? The Beauty and the Beast. Accurate. Are they really though? What? Ah, uh, it is got a pretty big presence in the parks um it not it's so in good, three though. parks i didn't say it's it was in, great well, yeah, well, it's, it's, in, it's in three of the orlando yes. parks as well as tokyo you would have thought they would have just got, went for it all and tried to shoehorn it somewhere in animal kingdom Ugh. isn't it one of the chinese parks though um shanghai i don't know it's in shanghai there you go i i mean but 
specifically just taking this and 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 you know looking at it under under a, a smaller magnifying glass in, at Orlando, it is in Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, and Epcot. recently Epcot. Uh, matter of fact, in Magic Kingdom, it is like like what, half of New Fantasyland almost. Mm. I don't think that much. I would say more than half. No. It will count. I mean, when you figure in that little alcove of, well, of, of, of the village, and it does have, uh, yeah, Enchanted Tales, and it's got the uh Yeah, but you're also, you also have to think about that whole, the kids' area as well. is still part of New Fantasyland. So where the Double Dumbo is. Oh, I yeah. Mean, it, New Fantasyland is a, oh. a pretty decent-sized parcel. I would say I would give it a quarter. I couldn't say a half. Oh, it's really? so it is in um, it's in it... Disneyland, Hong Kong, as well. <laughs> Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> I just I just looked it up. Wait, did we already say that? My God! <laughs> Literally, oh. you no, no, did. No, no, I said Shanghai. <laughs> oh, but it's in Hong oh. Kong as well. Wait, 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 wait! Stop. Okay, so it's in Hong Kong. We have got so past. That. No, well, I was looking it yeah. up, and I yeah. can't multitask, so <laughs> I had to come back. Nope. <laughs> she I has do. blinders on. And the sad part is, I thought for sure she was going to come out with, well, I was looking at the map, and it kind of looked like this, but no, it came out, it's in Hong Kong. Nope. <laughs> I, I thought she was going to give us yeah. accurate acreage on how much space in New Fantasyland and Be the Beast takes up. What I'm saying is, Basically, when you look at the IPs that are in the parks, I really think it's only rival or beaten out by, like, Toy Story. I don't even just beaten out by Toy Story. Yeah, it is. It is, because, I mean, you, you've got all of Toy Story Land, basically, in Hollywood Studios. In Toy Story Land. Three. Three attractions. Well, and, uh... Yeah, but you've also got uh, Space Ranger Spin at Magic Kingdom. I mean, it's not an Epcot. Yes, it's four. Four attractions. Yeah. And Woody's I mean, Lunchbox, it's, that's it. Yeah, but Beauty and the Beast is... Yeah, no, you got that, that barbecue joint. That's new, yeah. Oh, are they still that doing that? I guess oh, they're yeah, still doing that, that, right? So, I mean, that's... It It edges it, it edges Beauty and the Beast out, but I, I it didn't sink in that it's like, wow. I mean, they kind of went all in on an IP that is forever old, even though they just, you know couple years back they had the the live action version that we don't talk about they that. Uh, well that's the thing that's what i'm going to say is is disney basically abandoned the whole concept of that in the parks and they're sticking to their is you know, anybody complaining about them abandoning that no though? no 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 well i mean me only because i'm thinking figure your shit out disney either stop making the remakes or make them good because you, you do these remakes, but uh, but all the merchandise you keep throwing out there is uh, always no, no no no. Well, no, it's not because I've got some shitty Aladdin uh, um, figure action figurines. You also, do not forget if you want to look up something <clears throat> horrific, look up the live action Beauty and the Beast doll. What they did to Belle. Oh, yes, oh, I did see that. Yeah, you mean yes. Hermione? Yeah, that yes. face, that's a fucking scary looking doll. She looks like the female Rocky Dennis. Yeah, it was not good. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I, I'm i not going to lie to you. I think if they got a stronger 
bell, the movie would have been a lot more successful. A bell who could sing? That would have helped. I don't think she was terrible. She was auto-tuned to death. Uh, yeah. No, it was bad. Yeah, no, no, they could have they, they, they just death, put T-Pain in a yellow dress and it would have sounded well, the same. Well, no, he actually can sing. <laughs> Have you ever listened to him like not auto-tuned? He is a great singer. No, she uh I've never listened to him auto-tuned. So there's yeah, the either. Yeah. It's really too bad. I mean, when you think about that was right after um Little Mermaid. And the mm-hmm. amount of Oh, you mean the, that original was, the original movie. Original movie. Yeah. Okay. It was right after Little Mermaid, and if you listen to the vocal quality of the singer in Beauty and the Beast. Paige O'Hara? And she's a known Broadway actress. She's a known Broadway star. She can carry a note. She can carry a tune. She's been in, she's been leads in Broadway. There's no way she can even compare. No, I agree. And I, you can't, it just, I think that's why the translation suffered so much. I think it was interesting that they chose her as Belle, but then put Audrey McDonald in one of the other roles, who is a fantastic Broadway singer. Well, I mean, you could even co- chose Anna Kendrick. You, I mean, you could have done anyone. Well, I don't think Anna Kendrick would have fit either. No. He doesn't have. He doesn't look. have the range of much you know, overbite. That we, should, we know she can sing, right? Or half the girls from the um, whatever the fuck that movie is, the acapella movie, Pitch Perfect. Mm. Yeah. No. I mean, I think that they could have picked somebody. You're gonna put one of the girls better. Lee in it. It would have been better. Yeah. But when your main actress, the lead of the movie, can't sing, and you auto tune her to death just because she's got the face yeah. and the name. She did. In the name. Well, she had the name. She was. She 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 kind of had the face. She kind of had that look. Not that doll. Not that doll. No. They no. That doll up. The doll. That doll hit every branch yep. in the ugly tree on the way down. I'm not sure what they were thinking. That doll. Ah, uh, sell. They're they're thinking. Let's sell this and 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 you know you've it's like you've already got bell dolls. Why not just sell the bell dolls instead of selling the. Weird. I even think the Hermione Granger doll looked more accurate than oh, what well, we yeah, got cool. from. Well, she was a cute kid. I wonder if it was because they already had Hermione Granger dolls. They had to change their face a little bit to avoid some kind of trademark thing or something. Well, I mean, she was getting older, and Hermione Granger kind of. She made a better, better ragamuffin type character than this elegant bell character, and that's okay. Is it mud blood? <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about the yeah. other place. We don't talk about that. The dark side. All right, so now that we've laid the tracks, <laughs> let's back the train back up and 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 let's let let's get into this episode here. Um. Obviously, we're talking about Beauty and the Beast and its presence in the parks because it's, you know, it's everywhere but Animal Kingdom. And we want to just kind of, yeah, give it time. It, it Maybe Rafiki will get a little dusting of, of Beauty and the Beast because it seems like everything weird is going in Rafiki's eventually. 
um, when they figure out what they're going to do with Rafiki's. Besides just making more. They better more not move out guy. Dr. Dan. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I was going to say more of the Dr. Dan show. Yes, we need more Dr. Dan. Dr. Dan featuring Josh Gad as nope, LeFou. Dr. Dan. That's <laughs> Dr. Well, he, he narrates the damn Dr. Dan show. Exactly. Exactly. Won't be long. Dr. Dan's going to get picked up by fucking TLC or something like that. He'll be the next Bachelor. If he's single. If he's straight, if he's, yeah, isn't is it? he single? It's in, <laughs> or I mean, yeah. who cares if he's, if he's straight. straight or not? He can still be the bachelor. They would never put a gay bachelor. Oh come on! It's the twenty-first century. Would... Yes, and it will still never happen. Well, yep. ABC should ABC. get with the times. Maybe Bravo. Maybe, maybe Bravo. Not on ABC. ABC had a problem with the. Uh, gay couples on Dancing with the Stars. Like, they didn't want to have two men dancing together for the longest time, so... Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. All right, well, you're shit out of luck. <laughs> <sighs> okay, well, let's... Let's let's start in Magic Kingdom with this, okay? Because that's where the, uh, the largest uh, uh, population density of... of Beast to Bell is. I don't know. Oh, ratio? <laughs> yeah, the ratio. Horatio Sands. That's what I was looking yeah. for. Maria, you've got something great to talk about. It, I will enchant me. you. Because I'm an enchantress. I'm also out of my drink, oh. so, you know. You, you, what is it? You, you, I, you are the show. Oh. Or. No. 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 No, I did. No, I didn't. You are the entertainment. I am the entertainment. entertainment. (laughs) (laughs) I'm extremely entertaining. Um, Okay, so I'm going to talk about Enchanted Tales with Belle, which, by the way, that was not the original show. And I didn't realize this, that there was another Belle show before they built the Enchanted Tales with Belle um like show area so the the original was um called Storytime with Belle it opened in 1999 it was located in Fairytale Garden and when i read that i was like well where the fuck is fairytale garden <laughs> in magic kingdom i have no fucking clue where that is um so that's where merida has her meet and greet now okay so that okay. was originally like a, a like a stage area that had rows of seats and then Belle would come in and tell her story of how she and the beast fell in love and there was a little bit of audience participation but not at the level that we have now with Enchanted Tales um Belle would have a helper who was a castmate and the helper would choose people from their seats to like reenact parts of the story to help Belle reenact parts of the story. So after New Fantasyland expansion was announced, then which was I think 2009, um, then Storytime with Belle closed September 12th of 2010, and then that's when they started creating her new space which was going to become Enchanted Tales with Belle, which opened December 6th, 2012. Um, 
that was the hard opening. The soft opening was November 19th, 2012. The soft opening was before they like got the foreplay going. Um, um, so, mm, no, 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 not, no. What do you mean? Mm, what do you mean, no? Because no? we were there in October of 2012 and we, we got oh, to see did you really? Yes, oh, okay. Correct, yeah. So the website that I pulled from said November 19th. Well, so. It, the, it was during the Halloween it, party. It was oh. also, at that point, it was in, I don't know if, they were doing cast member previews and they were inviting people. Oh. Like, you had to have either invite or they were doing cast member and VIP tours. Oh, okay. So this is more like the dry opening. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, it's This was, you know, this was raw dry. dog in it. Yes, <laughs> pretty much. The, yeah. the raw The raw Because I don't, I, I want to say... Gaston's wasn't that Gaston area was not there yet. No, really. Yeah, this is yeah. and um, mine train wasn't even finished. Yet. Well, mine train took forever. I was to gonna say, wasn't mine train the last opened. thing to be finished? Okay, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. Uh, we were literally walking around there, and a cast member stopped us and said, "No, no, 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 no." We asked. We asked. No, I thought it was the other one. Oh way. no, we asked. We asked to go into be our guest. Yes, and then they said, and then we were allowed to tour the. Fantasy, the new Fantasyland area, and then we saw a, there was a queue, so we like, are we allowed to get on this queue? And he's like, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So we saw, I think Little Mermaid was running. Was it a walk-on at that point, too? Enchanted Taco Bell. <laughs> yes. <laughs> at least the crabs worked back then. Oh. Dude, I've never been able to play that game. I have no fucking clue how you're supposed to even play that game, but... Well, Maria, some of the stuff is a little up high. <laughs> no, I'm not saying it to be mean, wow. but it's tall. Wow. You're not saying it to be mean, but you're saying it to All be right. mean. Who called who a bitch on an episode that they weren't on? Uh, you did. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't call you a bitch. I called you Tim's bitch. Oh, excuse yes. me. Right, right. Yes. Okay. See? Mm -hmm. You're good. It's all good. It's okay. So, um, back to Enchanted Tales. So, it's the show is cut up into actually two pieces. You have the pre-show and then the main show. Um, so, the pre-show is actually quite lengthy. Um, as you approach the queue, you see Belle and Maurice's cottage, and you kind of, like, as you get into line, which... By the way, I've never waited more than like 15 minutes for this at all, ever. Because um, the line is never very long, which I don't know if that's because it's not a popular attraction or if it's just a... The, <laughs> the, the rewritability is... Well, there. but I, I tend to do this quite often when I'm in Magic Kingdom when I have the time. Because I feel like this is this is a lengthy attraction, but I never wait very long for it. So I think it's because of the way it's set up. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Because um, they can because have basically could, two groups, three actually. Well, but because you have one in the pre-show. Right. Well, there's actually two pre-shows. But, but the pre-shows and the main show don't take the same amount of time. 
No, but you can have the waiting area. Yeah, yeah, true. So it get you get the line like because that first pre-show room, you can wait in for quite a long time. But once you're true. out of that pr first pre-show room and you start actually flowing through, right. you're starting to load up the once you're first once you get out into the second room. Right. That they can start loading up that first pre-show room. Again. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I'm not quite sure how they do it. Um, but yeah, I guess technically there are three spots that you can kind of like stop and wait and do something in. Um, <clears throat> so as you kind of like wind yourself through the queue, um, it's an outside cottage kind of scenario. Um, you get into Maurice's and Belle's cottage eventually. Or, well, now it's just Maurice's because Belle is at the castle. Um, you enter into Maurice's workshop, but before you get there, you go through a couple of hallways where there are some pictures hanging on the walls. Um, there's actually a picture of Belle and her mom, which is never mentioned or brought up in in the movie. Um, I know there have been a couple of, like, prequels or like holiday specials or something like that so I, I don't know if if her mom is mentioned in any of the cartoons or the animated features um but there is a picture of Belle and her mom hanging up in in the queue that you get to see um and you finally enter into Maurice's workshop and here is kind of where the magic begins to surround you uh, a cast member is going to come out eventually and explain that Beast has given Maurice a gift so that he can see his daughter, Belle, whenever he wants. And it's this large mirror that is kind of in front of you behind um, like a little barrier, like a, almost like a half wall, like a quarter wall, I guess is what you would call it. Um, and so the cast member explains that there, this mirror was given as a gift to Maurice from the Beast. And as the cast member finishes his or her explanation, the mirror begins to transform and becomes a portal into the Beast Castle. So as we were talking about this tonight, um, before we started recording, Todd reminded me that when you guys, when Tim and Adam were in South Carolina for Chris Trossel's wedding, that you spent... 20 minutes. Oh, it was much longer than that. Okay, much more than so, that. And we're still, we're still not sure exactly so, how it so works. So, Tim, why don't you explain? <laughs> <laughs> because from what I heard, you spent a good 20 minutes to a half hour up close to the TV trying to figure out how this mirror worked. <laughs> oh, no, it was longer than that. It was, it was... Because it first started, you have to understand, picture it, Sicily. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> 2019. Because it first just started out as a friendly argument, like where we're just discussing how it figured out, then proceeded to be with Tim and Derek with their nose almost pressed into the TV. And and Derek constantly hitting rewind. Like, rewind. <laughs> so I said to Todd, I was still, like, I mean, was I... this the drunk um Bama baby elephant stomp baby Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> it yes. was the same night. That's what no, he said. He's like, I yeah, it was, was that night. During the day. <laughs> no, this is the same night. I could have sworn this was during the day. I thought we were sober for this because I remember this no, clearly. Well, no, we weren't sober. 
we weren't. <laughs> it, we were less drunk. No, the only reason why I say that because it, I thought it was during the day. It was either because it wasn't after the wedding we had this conversation. And I thought it was the baby and the world pride baby Jesus was um, after the wedding. So I yeah, and I thought we watched the video after the wedding too. I don't know because I went with Derek to go get uh, the only thing I, I went with Wendy's. Yes. So and when you came back is when we started watching. Oh this no! Movie. By the time but, we got back, you were flipping things. <laughs> I wasn't flipping things. I, I spit chili all over. Amy was. I, wasn't, I wasn't flipping things. <laughs> but we digress. Yeah. As we, we do. Because as I was doing my research tonight, Todd's like, "Oh, you need to bring this up." <laughs> I was like, "Okay." <laughs> so, so this mirror magically <laughs> unexplainably unexplicably transforms uh into a, a portal kind of thing Door. that opens up into <laughs> the next room and now you are in the beast castle um you are entering into this large room and in it you have the wardrobe um who is now going to interact with you uh, and she is going to explain to the audience that that you all as a group are going to surprise Belle with the retelling of her and the Beast's story. Um, so people who are uh, voluntold are assigned roles. <laughs> so <laughs> we went and did this <laughs> without our kids. <laughs> It was just Todd and I, and Todd got to pick got picked to be a knight. <laughs> it was so oh, you don't have video of I this. Have, I don't have any video. I might have a picture somewhere. Oh my god, it was. Why did you I, not record I, it? I didn't even. Well, because it was uh, I don't know 2016. That and my phone was uh, shit. So. What did you have like a probably, flip phone? Probably iPhones probably were invented. No, it wasn't an iPhone, but it was it was like a yeah a yeah. Jitterbug. There you go. Thanks, <laughs> thanks so much. I'm not eighty five. <laughs> um, well, so I don't. I'd have to look for uh, a picture. I know I don't have a video, but I might. I might have a picture somewhere. Um, so people are picked to fulfill roles within the storytelling. Um, there's a lot of dads that are volunteered. In the group, um, Todd happened to be one of them. Yeah, I, I've been the night. That's what Todd was. Todd was I'm the night. Todd was the night. <laughs> of course, it didn't help that I was standing next to him, like, "Honey, raise your hand, raise your hand." <laughs> <laughs> and you know, Maria has that quiet, delicate yes. voice when she does yes, that I kind do. of thing. Like, like him, he wants wow, to wow. do it right here. <laughs> I whispered it. <laughs> So everyone gets their little like cardboard cutout prop um, while we're in the this room with the wardrobe, and then we are finally ushered into the main area. What is your question, Adam? You forgot the luminaire room. No, the I forgot that's the next thing. That's under the main yes, room. It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Lumiere is only in the performance room. Yeah, it's in the pre-show. No. It's another room in the pre-show. No. 
No, I he's think... only in the the main room. Yep, you got Madame Wardrobe, and you got oh, Lumiere. Oh, they're in the same room. No, no. Yes, Lumiere talks oh, first. Over Lumiere the... and Madame yeah. Wardrobe yes. are in the I'm same sorry. room. Yes, you're yes. right. He does. Yeah. Yes. Lumiere is like one of the best animatronics I've ever seen. Oh, in Absolutely. the in the main room in the ball in the library. Yeah, yeah. he definitely yes. is. So that's that's like the so the library room is the main show, or what you would call the main show, I guess. So Lumiere kind of like gets everybody in position he tells you what you're going to be doing um and then that we're going to surprise bell when she comes into the library and she's in her like ball gown it's the scene before the um beauty and the beast song scene the, the ballroom, ballroom scene, scene? Uh, <laughs> yeah and so bell comes in everybody's like and she's like ah oh, I'm so surprised. This is so wonderful. <laughs> Lumiere, is this what you did for me? Oh, it's so great. And who are all these people? And oh. um, Your bell impression. I know, right? I've been working on it all day. And here, Disney hired Hermione Granger. What the fuck? They could have had me. I know. <laughs> and LeFou yeah. would have looked uh. down to you. Oh. <laughs> Listen. Movie magic motherfucker okay <laughs> they would have had the cameraman lay on his Listen, back anything to make me look taller fuck you mikey it's like a reverse that... lord of the rings oh, oh my god I'm not see also a movie trilogy that i could have cashed in on because hello yeah i you got could. hairy feet if i don't shave it yeah. <laughs> right? See? Go. <laughs> Hair grows yeah. right up to a flower bed. <laughs> if I don't shave Hope it. Be careful, it's thorny in that right. flower bed up there. Well, so, prickly. Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 it is. It's, it's, it's all the fish <laughs> emulsion. <laughs> Too far. Too far. You get it from it. Yep. If you've done gardening, you know what I'm talking about. You reap what you sow. Wait. Anyway. Moving on. A rose by any other name. <laughs> Would smell as sweet. <laughs> I'm a fucking flower. We're already out into this, and we're only on our first <laughs> yep. piece yep. of Beauty and the Beast. So, and I've got yeah, you two. Do. So do I. Uh, so, uh, Belle comes into the library. Oh, it's so great. It's so wonderful. You guys surprised me. Um, so and then the the audience starts to reenact the story of Belle with the Beast. And everybody ends up participating because you, you get to howl like the wind, shiver in the dungeon, and gallop like Felipe. That is not <laughs> what a horse not sounds like when it bit. gallops. Nope. Is your horse quadriplegic? <laughs> they can run a marathon Don't you know really you need well. coconuts <laughs> to make a horse sound? Yeah, or, just or it's like an equestrian cups. Stephen Hawking. <laughs> Stephen Hawking's horse, is that what you just said? <laughs> an equestrian Stephen <laughs> Hawking. Yeah, that's what we were getting from her. I am going to gallop. <laughs> what? You, know, you know what's funny? If you ask Stephen Hawking's horse to count, it just says one, <laughs> two. 
Y'all are going to hell. I'm just saying. Y'all are going to hell. Adam, you have to take this out. <laughs> nope. 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 This is gold. It's probably gold, but it's it's horrible, but it's probably gold. Funny. I think it. <laughs> she can't nope. breathe. It's not allowed. We do ever since he rolled into our life. Oh, that's that's another callback. We're gonna get a cease and desist letter from. We lost money on Right? What are they gonna do? Who's next gonna send us a voicemail? Please stop being assholes. Stephen's fucking horse actually has all four legs. <laughs> if, you, if you've ever seen The Simpsons or any of the stuff that he's been a part of, he was more than oh willing to make God. it himself. So. Oh, I can't even. Okay, anyway, back on track. Back on track. <laughs> <laughs> so you gallop like Felipe, <laughs> the horse. I think it's Felipe. <laughs> Felipe. Started this whole thing. Spanish. Oh, that's right. You're, you're right. Felipe is French. What, what is, is he a soccer player? <laughs> He's not Pele. It's Philippe. <laughs> it's Philippe. It's Philippe. I'm sorry. But everybody's at home yelling at their <laughs> yelling at their phone. It's fucking Philippe, Maria. <laughs> Most well, of them are at work, but they could nobody on. listens to us at work, okay? <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, yeah, you should never do. listen to us at work. <laughs> <laughs> would be bad. You're gonna get fired. I'm sure we've gotten some people fired or, no, or well, sober. Also yeah. accurate. Um, yes. so we don't record it sober. Don't listen to it sober. True, true story. And I love true stories. So there is a parade around the room when everybody sings "Be Our Guest." Be. Ah. Uh, no, oh, no. Yes. You don't have Be video. Uh, of yes, God I don't. Night. I, I need to room. look. Maybe I do. I don't know. You're a horrible wife. So, You're a horrible wife. The, My wife the, is drinking Monday. All the little kids follow Belle. <laughs> She's up to Monday the 23rd. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas Eve. <laughs> we are so derailed. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah, this is just going to be Maria yep. talking about be our guest. Or Vidyala got us Enchanted to cut things out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, or she's going to freeze. No. Oh. <laughs> or she's just going <laughs> to lick my screen for window liquor. This is now a five-part yes. series. <laughs> well, okay. So there's a parade around the room, and everybody sings a rendition of Be Our Guest, and the, all the kids follow Belle. Towards the end, um, there's no real ending to this. It's just come up if you're a child, take a picture with Belle, and you receive a bookmark kind of as a keepsake. It also gives you a way to get your photo pass then um it tells you how to like log on but it's a bookmark also um so there's no real like 
there's no real like end point with this show. And that's my one maybe qualm with it is there's no true ending to it. It's just kind of like kind of ends and then you mill around to take some pictures and then you're kind of like, all right, here we go. Let's usher everyone out. Um, it's kind of an awkward ending, but I really do like this. I think it's really cute. Um, we've done it a couple times with, I've done it with Abby. I've never done it with the boys. I don't know how they would do, but we usually do it by ourselves <laughs> when it's just Todd and I. And no um, kids. Now, if I remember correctly, you can't get autographs from her. No. Either. You, no, you don't. No. No. Nope, you can't. Because they, I mean, they have to keep it to a right. certain schedule, I guess, and that would... Yes. You gotta keep, keep, gotta keep them moving. Like anybody who wants to take a picture with her can get it. Well, right. it's Is it anybody or is it kids. just the kids? And you... Oh. Yeah, if you're an adult, you get the photograph if you're picked yes. to be a knight. Yes. Twice. So only if you picked a knight like twice? Was. Yep. Yeah, if you're a performer, then you get to stand. Granted, you don't get Belle to yourself. Oh, right. so She's kind of monkey in the middle. Of uh, I mean, there is, but I don't think we were pass holders at the time. So it might not be. I I have to look through my stuff. Through my pictures. Now, see, I I enjoy this. I have probably like Tim, a very good idea about what's going on in the in in the first room. Um, I think it's somewhere. I, I think it's 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 a lot like the stretching room kind of thing in Haunted Mansion, where the shit gets bigger and it stretches, and then next thing you know, it's full size and it's open, and you're like, wait. I was busy looking at the lasers. No. Because it does have that laser projection for the sparkles that run down the edges of the door frame, but they move along with the door frame as yeah. it morphs into a full size. It's I'm, I'm telling you, this was probably one of the first couple things we did on our first trip uh, when we got to Magic Kingdom. And I'm in there. I didn't know anything about it. And once it started, I'm just like, hey, wait, what? Yep. And I've done it, and I've done it since then. And I'm like, I just, I, I know what I think is happening. And and then when you think about when this opened, and and you're like, why can't we keep getting stuff this good, even if it's just this one little thing that the kids probably don't even take, you know, uh, notice of, and, and and most folks probably take for granted exactly what's happening when you walk through there. You're like, oh, that's cool, it's TV. Well, my jaw dropped when I first saw it. Like, it was totally like, I, I don't, and I still to this day, I've tried to figure it out and cannot. It's awesome. It's well done because it's right, it's right the yeah. fuck in front of you. And we were right it's in like front. It's like David Blaine shit. It's mm -hmm. right there. And even, even when you know what to look for and you're looking you for it. You still can't find you're it. You're like, damn it. I will figure it out. One day. Because the, the thing that stumps me is the frame. Yep, that's in it. That's the thing that I can't. Everything else I can explain. I cannot explain the frame. Everything is behind that frame, and the frame is what does it. And the whole yeah. Because you know the mirror is in two pieces. We know that. And then the sparkles hide the seam, and when it splits, but the frame is not in two pieces. When the frame comes down, 
that's where and then where the mind where does the frame go it just there's there it drops down to the floor but you don't see the seams on the side which is what's weird you don't see the seams on the side or in the bottom of the frame yeah or the top of the frame well the top of the frame doesn't have to have a seam because the top of the frame becomes the top of the door no but it raises so it a little bit to too have no it doesn't oh, it doesn't no that stays the same height the sides and the bottom move and then it and then the and it widens, opens, I thought, a little bit. No. No? Okay. No. I don't know. It's been a minute since I've done it. It it gives the impression of it widening because it's kind of zooming in uh, in the world of where Bell is in the castle. So there's like all that movement right there, and it's paced to match up with the actual uh, moving of the frame. And then when it's all finished... You're just like, oh, I mean, that just happened. Like, you're watching the screen, and you're either watching the screen, you don't realize that the frame's getting bigger, or you're watching the frame, and then when it's all done and it opens up, it's just like, wait, that was a... Yeah, it's very seamless. Good on you, Disney. We're drunk. We can't figure out hmm. it out. I'm dropping words. <laughs> like bombs of knowledge. All right, is that... Does that... Does that is that... Are we, we done are. With, with Enchanted Tales? We that are. Everything yes. we know about yes. it? Okay. Uh, okay, we'll stick it in. In Magic Kingdom, let's go uh, around the corner. Um, Gaston has a tavern, yeah? Yeah. He does. And, and it, you know, I, I, I've done Gaston's tavern, but I don't think I've ever walked around that little village area there. What? What? What is most of that? Or am I on someone else's part when I talk about that? Uh, well, it's just, you have Gaston's Tavern, and right in front is a fountain of Gaston and LeFou, and... With his kegs. Yep. And the steins. And I think there's, isn't there a, a Maurice's cart off to the side somewhere? I want to say sometimes it's there, and sometimes it isn't. I think you might be right. His little invention mobile. Mm -hmm. Yep. His mystery machine. And this is straight off of Disney World Disney.go, and it, this is how they describe it. The manliest of manly places. Gaston's Tavern serves up such satisfying sweets as the gray stuff, cupcake, and warm cinnamon rolls. Yep, because that's Plus, what enjoy... I think of manly food. Yeah. <laughs> it screams French to me. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Plus, enjoy refreshing beverages like Le Fou's Brew, the restaurant's signature non-alcoholic drink. But what would you put in that? Insulin? No, what you would put is you can put, like, apple crown. So, pro tip for that day, make your uh, road sodas apple crown. I can't. Here's a couple of things off the menu. You have the warm cinnamon roll, the fruit brew in a souvenir stein, the fruit brew without the souvenir stein, assorted fountain beverages, simply orange juice, Nestle's chocolate milk, Joffrey's coffee, Twinings of London hot tea, Minimate apple juice, and Dasani bottled water. I want to say when they first opened, they had, didn't they have like a, a ham croquette or something like that? No, when they first opened, they actually had a lamb shank. Right, and then they moved to the, the ham croquette thing. Then they they had a ham pretty much like puff pastry. Because I've had yeah, it. It was croquette. good. It was a ham and cheese on a puff pastry, and it was like five bucks, and it was freaking awesome. But I was also starving at that point, too. As of right now, the, the day of this recording, the hours are 8.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. I am not a fan of LaFruz Brew. Oh, I love it. At it one time, and I'm done. What? 
No, it's, it's too sweet. Yeah, it's just. It was a one well done for us. We haven't been back since the first time. I got, yeah. I got the ham sandwich after it once because that's what they had there. You add a little but. Miami Mafia tea to it, and it is divine. Well, that's what we're saying. It needs it needs apple yeah, whiskey. Yes. It, some... needs a, it needs a balancer because it's very, very apple sweet Jack. without it. See, I don't know if you would want to add sweet. I think a, like a... You're right. Like a, it needs Ardbeg. No. Oh, fuck what? no. What? <laughs> no, no, nobody, nobody needs Ardbeg. I like Ardbeg now. I almost bought a bottle. But, oh, my God. Um, <laughs> Malort. No. 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 <laughs> nobody likes that but Shan. I don't think I he really likes say, it. I was just going to say, I don't even think he likes it. No. Oh, he keeps sending it to people. Mm -hmm. Just empty the bottle. <laughs> he has not sent it to me, and I am not Thanks complaining God. about this. Well, now that you say that. <laughs> I, don't know, I feel like they could have done so much more with this little spot. I mean, just in in his song, he brags about eating five dozen eggs. So they could have made like a giant egg sandwich with sausage or bacon. and Yeah. I, don't know, I think they just, they just could have had more opportunities to do some more stuff with this. And Instead, it's just a regular snack cart with some LaFruz brew. Well, I mean, that's the problem was the LaFruz brew was the answer to the butter beer in right. yep. the other yeah. park. And I honestly have never been or tried the butter beer. People re it's, it, and it's again, it's very polarizing. Either you love the butter beer or you cannot stand it. It's the same with LaFruz brew. Either you love it or you just know. That's so, true. The souvenir stein is pretty cool. Though. Yes. We still have it. Yes. I it, I don't go here very often. There's there's really nothing here for me. I, I think, like Tim said, they missed the mark. Yeah. I would have liked to see if they brought you into the story maybe a little bit more. And Gaston is great when he's out. But Well, they only let I him do certain things now. Right. But I think they missed the mark with Streetmosphere in this area where you didn't necessarily have to have Gaston or Belle or the Beast, but you could have had townspeople. True. Right. Or you you didn't have to have Gaston interacting with the guests. You could have had a Gaston and a Lefru, and they could have interacted together and been like a little comedy show in front of the tavern. That would have been good. Are you listening, Disney? They, the, well, <laughs> even if they're listening, they just cut all their fucking entertainment. So. pitchforks. They're not hiring anybody. <laughs> and torches. Torches. They're, they're bringing them back. They'll be back. They already announced that some some of them have been slowly um, been returning to the park. That's so. good. They're just kind of doing it hush hush. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, that's that's really it. That's I mean that's all there is to talk about with Gaston's Tavern. Okay, so. Uh... That was quick and easy. Good job, Tim. Maria, take note. I'm not as long-winded <gasps> as the short girl. Oh. Well, it doesn't help that we interrupt wow. her every few minutes, too. So. <laughs> he calls you a blowhard. Didn't you do that one, too? Oh, okay. Yes, we didn't get there yet. Damn it, Maria. You had the option of running this. I say again, this is like whenever Stephanie has me drive anywhere. <laughs> and then every turn I take is the yep. wrong one. I'm like, you had the ability. Uh, 
you, you could have I, driven... I was in the car when this happened. So... <laughs> <laughs> well, then you should be used to it, Mikey. <laughs> okay. Well, okay, then. Uh, tell me about Be Our Guest. I've been there once. I have, too. And we were there twice. So the venerable flagship of the new Fantasyland update is Be Our Guest Restaurant. And from a theming standpoint, they hit the nail on the head. It's divided into three rooms. You have the Grand Ballroom. And this is straight off the Disney website. And all puns are verbatim. Go for Baroque. <laughs> in this magnificent <laughs> ballroom with its high dome ceiling, well, if chandeliers, Baroque, and snow lanes. Gothic arches. You're not this is probably... The movie. <laughs> what? If, you ain't, if it ain't Baroque, don't fix it, because that's actually a line in the movie. Yes. It's probably one of the most impressive rooms in my opinion because it really like shot for shot is the ballroom scene from the movie and they make it snow outside on the balcony it's mm -hmm. insane the next room is the west wing and Disney says dine in the beast mysterious west wing study if you dare and perhaps you'll even spy his enchanted rose the both times we've eaten here, we've only gotten eaten at the Grand Ballroom, but you can get up and walk around. Well, I don't know now, but back then you could. And you can tour all the different rooms. And this room is kind of cool. Where the painting of the beast changes. From Adam to what was, um, Beast. Yeah, Prince Adam mm -hmm. to the Beast. And the, the slash marks appear on the, the painting. The rose drops its petals and is thunder and lightning. It's a pretty cool room. It's very dark. So cool. when Todd and I ate here, we did a, a lunch here oh, maybe three-ish years ago. Um, <clears throat> we ate in the West Wing, and it was very cool, but also very dark <laughs> and very, very loud. loud. <laughs> yes. But it was a cool room. Like, it, of the three rooms, I like that would be my first choice. The last room is the Castle Gallery. And it says, Get swept up in the romance of Belle's private library and inspired by the larger-than-life figures of Belle and the Beast dancing. This room seems to be... I mean, we've walked through it. It seems to be the most least-inspired room. It's its almost like they were the like, three. okay, good, ballroom, good, West Wing, good. Third room? Eh, who gives a shit? Yeah. Well, the yeah. other th the third room is not always open, though. No, it's not. I don't think it is ever for lunch. But still, and for dinner, a... yeah, they could have they could have yeah. given more attention to it. So the menu is French inspired. I'm not going to read the whole menu off to you, but there's French onion soup, a uh, charcuterie board, a little Maine lobster bisque. I thought they changed pork... it to a prefi, a prikes, a prike, however you say no, that the, word. Well, there is now the um, the regal dining, and that's and all you can get. It is a table service get. lunch and dinner. It's a prefix menu, three course menu, featuring French inspired dishes. It's a start your meal with your choice of a sumptuous appetizer like French onion soup, lobster bisque, or or the charcuterie board, 
And the main course is a medley of mouth-watering entrees, including filet mignon, tortellini, how's tortellini French? <laughs> and other savory delights. It's continental. Mm. Yeah, it's all Europe. Afterwards, save room for our trio of delectable desserts. For guests nine and under, they can create their own three-course prefix menu with appetizers, including a choice of iceberg wedge salad. What kid likes iceberg wedge None. salad? A fruit and cheese board or house-made peach applesauce? Mm. I tried And that. the main course, kids can choose from grilled beef tenderloin, pan seared chicken breast, or macaroni and cheese. Season of fruit served with yogurt dip or a trio of mini desserts top off this scrumptious meal on a sweet note. So it's $62 for adults, 10 and up, and $37 for wow. children's 3 to 9. It's a little steep. Yeah. That's some horse shit yep. for $62. I, I want to see the both. We ate there for lunch once and ate there for dinner once. Before I think it was We only prefixed. ate there for dinner and never went back. We, I, we've ate there twice. I only remember the dinner. I don't remember the lunch. I remember both because for dinner I had, the, they used to have a New York strip with french fries. Pomfries. And then, yeah, that's they call them, pomfries. <laughs> the fries were the best thing in the meal because the New York strip was horrible. And for lunch, the time we ate for lunch, I had the filet mignon. I don't remember ever eating that for lunch. I really don't. I just remember my meal being just okay for dinner and didn't need to go back. Lunch was a what we did a walk up to lunch. I, I, if you say so, I just they don't had a remember walk up it. Available? It, uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't. I don't remember eating there for lunch ever. I just, I wasn't impressed. And I need a time. Stephanie I was and I did a walk up for lunch on on our last trip, and it was, I had the brie. It was the braised beef, I think. Mm-hmm. And I, it was tough to enjoy the food. Because you're herded in like cattle. And it is so damn noisy. Yeah. That is, without a doubt, the loudest um, room. I don't know. I mean, it's just it's just so loud there with everybody. It, I just, I was not a fan of, uh, of, of just of that part of it. I, and like Adam said, the, the food was okay. It was fine. It was I mean, okay. it's Magic Kingdom, so it's probably it's okay. It's not worth yeah. the prices it's, that they charge for. It's great for, it. for Magic Kingdom. It's not worth the price. No, they I don't want. think it's great for Magic Kingdom. No. I think great for Magic Kingdom would be Skipper's Canteen. I don't feel that. This... Well, as the only two no sit down restaurants in Magic Kingdom. No, yes. there's more. Skipper's Canteen. Oh, there's other Skipper's Canteen is Magic Kingdom. Crystal Palace. Crystal That's a Palace. buffet, though. There's, you can't really uh, compare. Yeah, I know, but that's about the same price but, as yeah. this. That, yes, there, there's that's Crystal true. Palace. There's what was the place we ate at with um, the Paganos? Liberty Tree. That was sit down. Oh, Liberty Tree. Liberty yeah, Tree. There's yeah. a there's a few sit downs in Magic Kingdom. I'd I'd much rather eat at Liberty Tree than I would eat at Skipper's Cantina's hands down. Almost every time, almost over most of the restaurants the in theming, Magic Kingdom. I would eat at Space Frog <laughs> before oh, I go nope. back to be our uh, guest. Nope. <laughs> nope. 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 I nope. I won't even use Space Frog's bathroom. Yep. <laughs> they have a bathroom. Last time I was at inside it inside it. It's crazy. Yeah. I never knew. Last time we were there, I only had a Coke. I didn't even eat. It's kind of gross. I just I, even the soda was horrible. 
I feel like with the VR guest restaurant, they set it up to be a smaller dining experience because it feels like there are just tables placed haphazardly everywhere. Yeah. yeah. And because of how big it became, I think they just maxed out the capacity. And they didn't care about, like, actually setting it up for a real dining experience. They just said, let's see how yeah. many people we can shove in this room at how many tables as we can. I mean, the first time we ate there, we sat at the littlest two-person table I've ever seen in Disney. Yes, I've seen yeah. those tables. And it, it it was just... Barely enough room for your plates. Yeah, Accurate. 100%. And but to be fair, those are the tables when they bring the dessert cart out. Those are the only tables that they actually can bring the dessert cart to your table because the people in the middle, they can't get that dessert cart. No. So they park it and they walk the, the plates. This is what we have for dessert. It, it If they still do that. But, I mean, right. I, I, it's just great theming. Do it once just to get it out of your system and you never have to yeah. do it again. Yeah. I would agree. Poor, poor execution. And skip the breakfast. Yes. Everybody says skip the breakfast. It's supposed to be one of the worst breakfasts on property. Really? Yes. Yeah. For the amount you pay, it it, it just doesn't make sense. Hmm. I have not heard that. I've heard the opposite. Because it's only twenty five. For an egg well, no, it's you get pastries beforehand, and then you get your entree, whatever. And you're talking like micro pastries, like really tiny. Like it's not like pastries; it's like these really tiny pastries. Huh. I it, I've heard it's the one of the worst breakfasts on property. Yeah, I've heard the same. And I've heard the lunches even. Iffy. Well, the lunch was if if I was going to do yeah. anything at there. It would be the lunch because it's not, it's regular like service prices. It's not astronomical. It's regular quick service food. It's, we had a, we had the, I think, grilled ham and cheese when we were there a couple of years ago with the, with the palm frites. And it was, it was fine. It was good. Um, we had one of the cupcakes and it was fine. Um, Again, nothing to write home about. Like, I wouldn't be fucking knocking down the door to go back. But it was it was okay. Like, it wasn't bad. It was just kind of there. But would I pick it over Cosmic Rays? Yes. Well. I, I, I would. I wouldn't wish Cosmic Rays are my worst enemy. <laughs> I mean, they, they have kind of, I mean, they have edible... Their french fries are yeah, really sure. good. <laughs> <laughs> That's about food. all I eat from them. That is edible. That, and they have yeah. a space frog. It's edible. edible. Ish. Yeah, ish. On a good day. They got space angels starving to death. Well, if you were starving to death, it would be pretty good food. Yeah, but there's other places I can I grab a snack. Death, I can walk right outside the launching pad and get a good, yeah. decent open. hot dog. True. That's true, too, lately. Yeah, launching pad is not always open. But you can always go to the ice cream place and get grab mm -hmm. some ice cream. Accurate. Oh, right anti-gravity's. Anti-gravity's, yeah. You can go around the corner to anti-gravity's. Get some ice under cream. Under the Trimaxa drone? No, this anti-gravity's is in the building. It's inside a building. 
Oh. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's like on the, it's kind of the backside. Of water? Of. Okay. Yeah. No. No. Is it anywhere near the people mover? Because that's why yes. it's very totally close. In between, there you go. <laughs> in between the people mover and the um, uh, what is the spaceship thing you made me ride? This well, no, no. Reagan Astro made me ride Orbiters? this trip. No, uh, it, the people mover Astro and Astro Orbiter are ah, the same yeah, thing. Yeah, that's that's that 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 area does nope. not exist for me. The Astro Orbiter and the people mover are in the same area in in the same spot. Okay, so if you're walking down the main, uh, it's sort of aisle if it, or Tomorrowland. Like in between MILF and no. Old Stitch? No. Any gravity is going to be on Old your left Milf. at the end. No, it, it's in between <clears throat> Merchants of it's merchants of Venus. Yeah, on the left side. The bathrooms and then anti-gravities. <laughs> I think. On the left. To the left, to the left. I know it's all to the left, depending on which way you're coming. Yeah, that's what she said. Oh. She did. <laughs> Well, that concludes my portion of Beauty and the Beast. Let's move on. Moving on, let's leave Magic Kingdom then. Mm -hmm. And we're going to go to Hollywood Studios. Because that's where probably... Well, no, let's just go to Hollywood Studios before I get in too deep about this. Mm -hmm. uh, at Disney's Hollywood Studios, um, you've got Beauty and the Beast live on stage, which is fits the mold of how Disney likes to title their uh live performances because you've also got disney jr live on stage <laughs> both of them have a colon well, and they're both at hollywood colon. studios yes they do i believe that i believe that's actually a a, a sesame street book um <laughs> both of them have a colon everybody got everyone's colon. got a colon oh. narrated by elmo Oh. Except for Alex Trim. Too oh, soon. Wow. Too soon. Wow. Oh, that. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. Shuck it, Trebek. We may have to take a break. I probably have to take the dogs out. Maria, sing something. Entertain us while we're gone. I promise I won't edit it out. You light up my life. You give me hope, those are the only words I know. I will stop now, cause I'm sure Adam won't take this out you. I love my Ohana, it is so wonderful. And I am seeing Baby Yoda on Mikey's screen. And I'm just going to stop now. Take that out, Adam. Take it out. Take it the fuck out. I Don't forget, I know where you fucking live. I can be there in two hours. So before I go in too deep about the live on stage show Beauty and the Beast, I, I want to discuss. I thought about there was words. another colon joke coming. No Some deep colon. Before you go too deep into the colon. No. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm gonna go too deep. First time ever. Uh, right. Um, I want to talk about where the 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 show is located, specifically the the theater itself. It's you know at Hollywood Studios, and it's at the uh, Theater of the Stars, which is located up in kind of the northern section of, of the park. 
now it is. Um, it originally opened with uh, MGM Studios back in May of 89, and it is an open-air theater, or it was an open-air theater when it opened. It had no roof for the viewers, and it had, you know, it's got just long benches for seats. Just, you know, know your buddy when you sit down because that you're going to be cheek-to-cheek if it's packed. Um, a little backstory of the theater and some of the shows it's hosted. It opened with Hollywood Hollywood, a star-studded spectacular. Which, side note, as the social climate has shifted drastically since 1989, um, I watched a video of this, and the phrase love slave, as well as the word harem, are both used to describe the side of Goofy wearing Arabian garb, holding a scimitar, and basically dry-humping uh, a woman on stage. It is... Uh, and. Because she's going to be his love slave along with the rest of the harem. Uh, the next show was called Swing, 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 which opened on April 7th of 1990. And it ran all the way through April the 18th of 1990. <laughs> <laughs> so it was That's real popular. Awesome. <laughs> Fucking 12 full days. <laughs> Holy shit. Be- and when it was gone, we got the, the weird... Uh, Dick Tracy starring in Diamond Double Cross, which I I, I call it weird because it had the comic book aesthetic, but it was combined with with like the costumes that were right off of uh, the Warren Beatty movie. And it had a pretty interesting musical score, but it it tried to take itself super seriously combined with all the, the visual stuff. It just, I don't know. I watched the video and I was just kind of like, it's just, it, it, was, it was trying too much to be too many different things. And that lasted, uh, Dick pulled out in February of 91 <laughs> and Disney filled the opening he left with Hollywood's Pretty Woman. Oh, man. This stuck around through November of the same year. And, and I only really even mentioned it because it had Roger Rabbit as one of the onstage characters. Um, and and he was basically per, per, he was a, a character acting as another character. He was acting as a movie producer, and he had uh, they had best I could tell the original voice actor Charles Fleischer did uh, the lines for Roger Rabbit in this stage show. And what gets me is he's look he, he's on the the theater with mickey and goofy and he's looking around and he turns to mickey and he says a nice place you got here mouse maybe someday you can even afford a roof <laughs> and that's funny because at the time there wasn't you know a roof over the uh, seating area of the theater and it kind of was 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 a joke because it was always fucking hot if anyone was there so anyway why do i talk about these other uh not beauty and the beast shows during a segment that should be about Beauty and the Beast, and that's because the park was only open two years, and the theater had already seen four different productions, including the Dick Tracy show, which had, like, one of the largest uh, production thing. I mean, it had, like, real changing sets and props and some stunt choreography, and then 91 rolls around, and everything changes for the humble tale that is Beauty and the Beast. Before you go on, Mikey, I was just going to bring up do you think it was licensing issues that the shows kept on turning over so quickly? Because, I mean, we, they didn't own the full rights to Roger Rabbit. 
Right. Well, and he was just simply a character, but yeah, I see what I see what you're saying. And Dick Tracy, wasn't that a partnership with Warner Brothers? Yeah. yeah. So I'm guessing that this might have been well, Dick Tracy, the movie itself wasn't received all that critically or No. But I mean I, I wonder if a lot of that had to do with some licensing stuff that was going on. Behind the scenes. I mean, I would say definitely with with the Dick Tracy thing. Now, the the other two shows, the the Hollywood's Pretty Woman, which had nothing to do with Julia Roberts, and uh, you know, Swing, Swing, Swing. I'm pretty sure was just mostly music. Uh, though I think I think a lot of it was filler until they knew exactly what they were going to do. And in '91, they did what they did. Uh, Beauty and the Beast live on stage opened November 22nd, 1991, the same day that the film had a theatrical release. It was uh, immediately popular, and it continued to run while, even while the Theater of the Stars was torn down and relocated to uh, Sunset Boulevard. The stage show was relocated to the Premier Theater um, until the Sunset Boulevard expansion was completed. It has only seen one significant update since its opening. The uh, original version was a little different than what you see right now. Uh, both of the uh, shows, they kind of take the, the full uh, cartoon of Beauty the Beast and pare the story down to about 25 minutes. But the original made some interesting creative choices with regards to the, the order of the scenes. It actually opens with all the uh, enchanted uh, you know, dishes. The, the character is performing Be Our Guest. It opens with Be Our Guest. And from there, it goes into the village scene with Belle singing her song, and that kind of mashes into Gaston singing his song. And uh, after that, it immediately jumps to the Beast in his castle freaking out because Bill was caught snooping and the song something there is performed. Then you get Gaston and his mob singing Kill the Beast and there's some really outright bizarre interpretive bat dance that takes place. <laughs> okay. The only reason that and I'm gonna interrupt you because I, I was I watched a lot of the pre stuff for Beauty and the Beast and when Beauty and the Beast was originally film it, there was pencil sketches and all this other stuff a lot of people don't know this but be our guest wasn't originally sung to bell it was originally sung to bell's father so it kind of might have been in a different spot when they were originally thinking of the 91 production okay so it might the flow might have been a little bit different when they were still trying to shoehorn that this should be sung to, sung to Belle's father instead of to Belle. I would accept that if there was any reference to Maurice in the 91 production and there wasn't one. But Belle wouldn't have been part of that scene and they probably didn't sure. bring, they don't bring Maurice into it now. True. So, I'm just, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt so on that one. Right, okay, so production, they would have rehearsed to perform live what they thought they were going to do in the movie, and then... Exactly. Okay, well, either way, fucking bat dancers. 
which I don't remember bats in the movie. They're in your belfry anyway. They are. <laughs> uh, you, get, you, get, you get the interpretive bat dance. There's a climactic fight. The beast transforms into uh, Prince Adam of Eternia, and they, they, they dance the tale as old as time. Now, I get they have to make concessions for time to squeeze all this in there, but it just, it just, before Adam explained what was going on with, like, the behind the scenes and stuff on, on the film, it just didn't, I can only imagine if you hadn't seen the movie and you were there November 22nd to watch this and you sit down and you're like, what the hell is going on? But, but it was popular. But it was, it was popular. Now, the current version is more like the film, which makes sense now. Uh, with its seam talent, it opens with uh, more of like a Broadway style opening, and you get the beggar woman, uh, who is the witch, um, and uses her in the prologue to set up, you know, the beast's curse, and you get to see Bill and Gaston sing their songs again, like uh, in the original, but you get like a reprise of Bill when she gets the spotlight and sings her heart out. Um, then you have Be Our Guest, and it moves on to the mob song, you know, about killing the beast. And um, then you hear the song, the, the Beauty and the Beast song, and uh, a lot of that action follows the actual, um, you know, cartoon that you see. And, and there is a complete lack of bat dancing in the current. Uh, I'm form. very disappointed I, by this. Let me though. tell you, I, I watched the old one, and the bat dancing was where it was at because it was bizarre. It was freaking bizarre. <laughs> Uh, now, the original, I will say, had a somewhat janky but way more dramatic reveal of the beast transforming into Prince Adam, where he's huddled under you know, his beast cloak thing, and then bells over there after he gets stabbed, and it's all boo-hoo, and then the cape goes fucking Obi-Wan Force Ghost and falls to the floor, and Prince Adam stands up like it was just like, poof, there he was. The current version, they, they bring out a tapestry that's like, you know, seven feet tall, and they hold it up, and there's some smoke, and they carry the tapestry off, and the beast walks off behind the tapestry. And it's just like, well, I mean, I know exactly what happened. There's no magic there. No meat is there. I don't know. I like the original transformation as opposed to what we have here. But that, those are the facts. But here's, <laughs> here's my opinion about it. I think I think the theater stays pretty hot because there's uh you know no air conditioning. It's got fans. I think that can make you moist. Oh. Especially when you're thigh to thigh on the oh, on the, you the had bench to go seats. With the M word, didn't you? And then you got the moist panties mm -hmm. again too. Oh, uh, moist God panties are never it. a good Fuck sign. You Adam. I'm hanging up. I'm done. <laughs> you just is it? You leave you leave those you leave those in the bathroom. You just take them off, and you just commando the rest of the day. Yeah, but can Ew, you imagine the no, sweat stains then? Yeah, yeah you, you just you wring it out. And then, you know, people wear white Adam, shorts, and I'm you can see bumps. everything. Right. Right. No, stop, stop. <laughs> so gross. Uh, Tim, he's just making it worse on him. Yeah, it's <laughs> it worse on I'm going to edit this shit out. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the costumes are, you know... They're costumes. They're mediocre at best. They, they, they are. They're, they're a step above Spirit yeah. Halloween. It's... But again, though, right. it's, it's an outdoor venue. That they're going to get dirty and filthy, and 
and there's a lot of movement. There's a lot of movement because they do all dance. So I, I get. Mm -hmm. There's no excuse. I feel like using the outside venue as an excuse is kind of well shitty. because if you look at Disneyland and Mickey and the Magical Map, which is another outdoor venue, the tech on that show is insanely tight, and the costumes are on point. And there's dancing and movement throughout the whole thing. So using an outdoor venue is okay. no. I'm sorry. Well, they look like they're made of foam. They are made of foam, except probably. for the beast. Now, I will give a cap. The beast costume's pretty, pretty decent. I mean, because there's a lot of movement with the beast, and he's got a lot of moving parts. I mean, I don't really guess he does. He's got arms and legs, but like, there's a lot of action and. I mean, his costume is basically like a mascot outfit, I would say, just because he's able to move around with a lot of range of motion and not so much emotion. But I don't know. Now, uh, interestingly, the stage show was briefly shared its theater back in 2017 with the music of Pixar Live, which played on the stage after the Beauty and the Beast. You got the music of Pixar. And... Uh, Currently, though, it's closed uh, because of the whole actors union COVID kind of thing happening. Now, most recently, it was replaced with the Disney Society Orchestra performing music from Disney films until that got yanked out and we lost the all society orchestra, Disney, Grand Flow, all that. So kind of a kind of a down note, I guess. I don't think there's anything there right now. I wouldn't mind this show going away. Me either. Oh, no, I wouldn't either. I saw it. I mean, thing is, how many more times, honestly, can Disney sit you down to watch this again in a park? My whole issue with it, and it has nothing to do, it's not quality. No. And and that's honestly my issue with it. Um, If I look at Nemo, that's a quality show. Yep. Magical Map is a quality show. This is... That's the Lion King. Quality show. Eh. Eh. This is a play. <laughs> <laughs> this is a school it's play. it's not. It's a school play. Yes, 100%. It's an abbreviated school play. And it's, it's not done well. And it, it's just time for something else. I would love to see another Pixar or give me a show where you do an orchestral representation of the music of Disney's Hollywood. Well, I don't think they know what to put there. 100%. I'm surprised this lasted as long as it has. Like, why haven't well, they, they remade it? the movie? Like, so that it got a little more steam. Well, but that's, that's not a reason to keep the show, though. If Because it's not like the movie was still seating people, gangbusters. Then Disney will keep it. That that I mean that that that's it. it it's it's keeping True. people off the uh, the thoroughfares. I mean, my honest opinion: if if I had all the money and like Disney would listen to me, I would do what they do with Festival of the Arts year round in this space. And what I mean by that is they bring in people from Broadway who are not necessarily well known, and have them sing behind an orchestra and they can showcase 
whatever's coming up or whatever's current. Like, for example, if, if Moana was just coming into theaters, they could have a Moana segment. Soul is just coming out from Pixar, and granted, it's going straight to Disney+. Plus, But they can have a, sh a live show featuring the music of Soul. Yes. Yeah. And then change it out. I, I think that would be, at least for me, more of a draw. Something that would change maybe seasonally or whatever it is. That would be more of a draw. I have sat through it twice and I will never sit through this show again. Two times, huh? Did, uh, did you know that you can actually rent the venue out for weddings? You can rent that venue out. You can also rent out um, almost any, any show building for weddings. I saw some photos and they actually like it, the whole wedding party was there. It'll only seat 40 people. So you got uh, four tables of 10, but on this, you know, the staircase, uh, Belle and the beast were actually dancing while you were having your wedding party. That would be really cool. But, but, but you had to pay extra for Belle and the beast. To dance. You really would have had to pay extra uh, for that. You know, where were you on this one, Brant? Damn. Wow. Now, I, I said, how many more times is Disney going to make you sit through this story in one of their parks? And the answer is one more time. One more time. Because over at Epcot, you've got the Beauty and the Beast sing-along. Okay, you have to be careful with this. Why? Oh, I know. I'm not pulling any punches with this. Because this is a retelling. Oh, no. I know. And it's not all the time. And it's not that good. It's <laughs> terrible. It is uh, in France at the uh, French word for palace, du cinema. And it's the same place you get impressions of France film. Uh, it was recently renovated so they could replace the uh, traditional film projectors with digital models. And... Uh, <clears throat> this was done in, anticip in anticipation of the Beauty and the Beast sing-along attraction that opened up January of this year. Both the film experiences are offered in this theater, and they, I mean, they run parallel to each other, don't they? Like, it's not Often one or it, the other. I want to say. No, it is one or the other. It's like, Oh, it is? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's either or. Okay. Okay. Uh, you get... Uh, the sing-along narrated by Mrs. Post herself, Angela Lansbury. And rather than feeding us the same story of Belle and the Beast that we already know, this one tells the story of LeFou's adventure behind the scenes and, and how he's actually the hero of the movie. So, um, not to get too bogged down, you have the main songs in the sing-along from the movie, we all know. I've already covered them. I mean, we, we know what they are. Uh, the words are on the screen. You've got Belle, Gaston, Be Our Guest, Something There, and Beauty and the Beast. Uh, that's nothing new, but what is new is there's there's some new animated sequences that show LeFou and his attempt at uh, subterfuge with Gaston as he tries to, uh, you know, throw a wrench in the works because he's all angry with Gaston. Because Gaston's been kind of a jerk. So, you know, the first time you see LeFou, he's actually in some stocks. 
<laughs> out in front of the village <laughs> for some reason. Uh, but you find out that uh, he, you know, is tired of being treated so poorly that he wants to help Bell meet the beast. So he kind of uh, leaves signs for Maurice to find the castle. I watched the video, Adam. Yeah, yeah. I haven't bothered with that, so I'm just listening to this for oh. the first time, and it just like... Oh, okay, okay, okay. This is watch, my yeah. what-the-fuck face kind of situation <laughs> going on right now. Yeah, he, you know, Maurice is in his horse and his wagon, and there are signs on the trail that specifically point him to the castle, and LeFou put those signs up. Um, he, oh God, this is, this is so difficult. LeFou was actually in the kitchen of the castle helping cook the meal that was served to Belle for Be Our Guest. And then he snuck away, though, just in time because Gaston was upset to, um, cheer him up by singing him a song in the tavern about Gaston. And then he sneaks back to the castle to help Bell and the Beast begin to bond by releasing his trained red and blue birds in the Winter Garden for that whole scene. And at one point, he actually wears Bell's yellow ball gown before she gets to put it on. He tries it on to make sure it's going to fit. Yeah. Okay. Hi. Josh Gad is Disney's new bitch, and that's all I'm going to say. It's not Josh it. Gad, really. Yes. The voice of LeFou? No. No. Really? No. Matter of fact, it doesn't even sound like LeFou from the cartoon. Wow. Accurate. They they play up the lisp way high, and, and it's like he doesn't have two front teeth. Wow. In, in, in this, um, LeFou plays the violin if you didn't know, and he does it to help set the mood uh, when Belle and the Beast dance in the uh, ballroom. And that's basically the the, the, the gist of it. it it's, it's they've destroyed the actual story of Beauty and the Beast by trying to make uh, LeFou the, uh, you know, the main character, I guess, and show him in a new light. I Everything I saw, it's cringy. But when is LeFou, because isn't LeFou at one point in the movie, like, stuck outside of Belle and Maurice's house? And he gets covered in snow because he's waiting for Maurice to come yes. back so they can arrest him and throw him in the insane asylum? That That's hearsay, Your Honor. <laughs> Move to strike. So, yeah, this, this is, uh, I, I, I appreciate that we've got new hand-drawn animated uh, scenes. To go with that, and they do fit in with the original, but I, 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 I don't, I don't know why we had to have a LeFou story. I just wanted this to be more along the lines of how they did Frozen. Yep, that yes. would have been wonderful, and but it's not, not even close. I don't think this was worth it or thought through, but I don't think that particular show would have worked in the spot that they tried to shoehorn this one into. Right. I mean, this is just a screen. Like, this is just a movie. Mm -hmm. You just sit down, mm -hmm. and there's the movie. Because it, it really is an old school, like, when you think about, like, 
it, it's a movie theater. It, there's not much, there's really not much stage in front of it that you can have that kind of interaction with two characters. And Angela Lansbury's voiceover is just, it, it, it's, it's super distracting. If you're trying to pay attention to what's going on, she's talking over other dialogue from the actual original scene. Because she's probably trying to distract you from the original scenes because the story <laughs> makes no fucking sense. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It's almost like they decided to hire one of us to come up with a backstory for LeFou. No, they clearly and didn't hire one of us because we would have done seltzers, better. This is the... I agree with that 120%, yeah. because in my story, oh, LeFou would have been somehow related to Olaf, just for the fuck of it. <laughs> Water has memory. Exactly. That's Moana. Same shit. Uh, no, that's Frozen 2, Maria. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You, you know what? No, I'm right. I said you're right. <laughs> She did say okay. you're right. Good. I want to hear it one more okay. time. Adam, that's all. Adam, uh, you're up. Take us uh, on a on a on a plane ride. All right. So I'm not gonna go over the stuff that they have in the China parks because they're rehashes of what we already have. The most recent thing that opened that's somewhat new is in Japan, and we now have a nine-story Beauty and the Beast castle in Japan which is something I alone want to see because the closest thing that we have here is sort of that far way off kind of thing that kind of overlooks all of new fantasy land, which just doesn't fit to me. But um, there's a whole attraction here where you ride in a magical teacup and it is a trackless ride system, which is always pretty cool in my opinion because... As I kind of got the feel from Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, you kind of get a different ride depending on where you're sitting, which cup you're sitting in or which car you're sitting in. Yeah. So it takes place within the whole attraction takes place within the Enchanted Castle. So you pass over a fog-filled gorge across the bridge into the castle courtyard and the queue takes guests through several rooms including... Passing some enchanted objects in a sleeping or non-active state. You have Lumiere and Cogsworth are on a fireplace mantle, which is where I think you actually originally see them in the movies the first time. They're kind of chatting with each other on the fireplace mantle. They do actually move if you sit there and watch them closely, though. You also have Mr. Mrs. Potts and Chip, um, who sit on a table in the den. The narrator comes to life and tells you the story in the pre-show room. Stained glass image of the prince comes to life. Story ends and an animatronic of the beast emerges from the balcony. And this is on the right side. And he's staring at the enchanted rose while Belle comes in from a left balcony. Holding a lantern, asking the beast to come into the light. After, the, after this, Belle is frightened by the beast's appearance and leaves the room, and the beast looks lonely, and the doors open into the queue for the loading area. You pass through the hallway. Lumiere and Cogwars can be seen reacting to the shadows of the beast outburst. You know, when he gets super angry and, like, throws a fit. 
because he's not Hulk smash. Well, pretty much because you know this is at this time we're at the scene where she's refusing to come down to dinner, making their way past the kitchen and the dishwashing area. Chip can be seen also talking to his mom in the shadow behind some sort of cloth. Entering the loading area, going past Chef, and I cannot pronounce this properly because it kind of looks like Yushi, but it's with a B. Um, Bushi. Bushi. But I can't, I believe that's right. It's Bobby Boucher. Um, you, you, at this point, you board the ride vehicles, which are our magical cups. The attraction begins with the Be Our Guest, with Lumiere appearing from a mantle can conduct our dishes to dance, which is some of, if it's anything like the experience that we had on Mickey's Runaway Railway, we're having fun at the dancing scenes. Cheaters have fun when we have to dance, when there's dancing involved. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Not, I mean, it's not. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and we have animated dishes, dancing around the cases, the dining room table constantly changes it seems i don't quite know how they do it i haven't rode the attraction as song finally builds its finale we move to a snow-covered garden outside the castle's castle for the song something there with animatronics of bell felipe and beast in the cold and then we establishes felipe whatever as we move to the next room for the ending of the song with the enchanted objects coming on the romance, Belle and Beast in the ballroom attire, and their room is quickly interrupted by the arrival of Gaston's mop. So it kind of jumps around a little bit. As we escape through the mob, the wardrobe is trying to barricade a door where torches and pitchforks can be seen popping through the top. Lightning can be heard as we pass the paddle for the enchanted rose and Belle mourning the dining beast. There's an amazing Pepper's ghost effect here where the figure of the beast transforms back into the prince. The curse is lifted, Castle returns to original itself, and the finale of the attraction takes us into the ballroom where Belle and Prince Adam dance around us on a small center stage. I really want to see this in real life. Because watching the ride video and knowing what I know from the the trackless ride systems they're mind-blowing and i don't think you can actually get the feel of the trackless ride system from ride throughs because i mean if it's a it's like a fluid movement all the way yes 100 percent and, and there's no real good way to describe, like, what you're seeing. seeing It's actually bringing you into the attraction. It's a choreography. Yes, 100%. 100%. There's definitely choreography involved. I mean, you feel like you're involved in the show. It, this is the most involved, like, Mickey's Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, it's the most involved I felt in, a, in an attraction in a very long time. So if this is anything like that, I'm down. And the ride through videos, it looks like there is, I mean, it's animatronics everywhere. Yes. And, the anima- and like not little ones, like yes. big ones that do shit. And it's a combination it, of the animatronics with the projection faces and shit. Which is very polarizing. 
Because some I, people I like love them, some people hate them. When they're good, they're good, and when they're not, they're frozen ever after. 100%. Mm. But from what I understand, they updated Frozen Ever After. We just didn't get a chance to write it this time around. Yeah, we didn't Hopefully either. they just took that dark scene and added more light to it so the projection mapping wasn't so startling. But it's just, <laughs> there's something about the trackless ride system that I really enjoy. The, well, there's something about it when it when it was a novelty... It's not a novelty anymore. But I don't feel it's a novelty. I, uh, I had fun. I had legitimate fun on Mickey's Runaway Railway. Right. Because we that's the first trackless ride that we've really had. Yeah, but even taking that even taking it away from that. Like if I even if I'm not looking at the because I'm really I really wasn't looking at how it all works. The first time I wrote it, I just wrote it if I'm going to like this attraction or not. I'm not right. curious about the ride system at all. I agree with that. So is it is it more of a good attraction or a trackless ride? It's a good attraction. Yeah, right. I agree. Because the storytelling fits very well. I agree with you. So if this is close to that, it might not... I can't see Mickey's Runaway Railway having that that kind of feel even just watching a ride through. I agree. I agree. So that's kind of why I'm I'm withholding judgment on it. It looks really cool. It does. But if 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 I'm in that space and I buy into it, if this is anything close to Mickey's Runaway Railway, sign me up. I want to go. I think it Even would. I think it Japan. would be. I mean, I was watching like I before we started recording tonight. I was telling you that I I watched the ride through, and it looks pretty pretty awesome. But it's not because it's a trackless ride. I think it looks awesome because it is an. It looks awesome. Like it's not. It's not how your car moves. It's the scenery around the car. But that's what brings you in. It's a combination of well, both. I don't, I don't know. I, I feel like it would be this. Okay, so maybe it wouldn't be the same if it was a regular, traditional track ride. Because you would have a traditional dark ride at that point. Right. That's yes, true. True. So it, it, you wouldn't be able to do the things that this trackless ride system does. I did. I did find fault with the fact that it now, of course, they have like plexiglass up right now in in mm-hmm. some of the cars. So, like, what of course what I was seeing had the dividers. So your line of vision was a a little obstructed depending on where you were sitting within the room. So the ride through video that I was watching. The person who was recording was in like what would be considered the second row for okay. some of the some of the scenes. So the plexiglass was in the way. The only reason why I would say that's probably a non-issue is because he was recording it. True. So you're going to get more reflections just right. because of the yes. lenses involved, True. and it's sort of like because I mean. 
when we rode Mickey's Runaway Railroad, I think we once sat in the back and once sat in the front, and the they have the same kind of divider thing going on. Even for Rise of the Resistance, they had that divider, and that's also another right. trackless ride system at points. Right. So I didn't necessarily feel that it was the divider was taking me out at all. Okay. When you're actually in person on it. That's just, again, my opinion, though. Yeah, I mean, I think it would be just something that I would travel for. Oh, there's so many other things I, mean, I need I, to travel yes, to I, Japan like, for. <laughs> Tokyo Disneyland is, or Disneyland Tokyo, however you say it, is definitely on my bucket list. For sure. Studio Ghibli? Yeah. No, Tokyo Disneyland is on my bucket list. Japan itself is on my bucket list, yeah. but Tokyo Disneyland... Disney Sea and... is on my bucket yes, list. Yes, 100%. Yeah. 100%. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll see what the future holds. Oh, let's look into the, the magic eight ball and and find out. No. Not no. likely. I don't... I, no. Not likely, that's right. I don't, I don't right. want to know. I, I just say it's uncertain. Because all the future is uncertain. And that's how I'm going to end that. Mm. So Beauty and the Beast, it's it's everywhere. And we've all seen the uh, the movie and we know the songs. So it, it just, I don't, I, I mean, I, I want to see what's happening over there in Tokyo. I don't feel like I need to see what's happening in Epcot at all. Um, I will always go see what's happening at Enchanted Tales. I'm not going back to BRD. That's, that's that's my recap. You're not wrong. For me, Enchanted Tales kind of loses me once I actually have to participate. Well, you don't have to. Yeah, but if you don't, as an adult, if you don't have anybody participating, it, it's, it's not the same feel. Really? That is accurate. Uh, I, that honestly how I feel. I don't need to watch a whole bunch of adults and kids that I don't know. Exactly. It's like going to a school play that you don't have any kids or friends there. You're just like, oh, look, live show. I'm going to go watch it. And okay. it was bad. Yeah. So it, it's funny and it's cute, but it's not something unless I know somebody that's going to participate that I have to see again. The only I just want to do the pre-show over and over again until I figure out how it works. all right well we're gonna we're gonna close this up here we're gonna send uh beast back to his castle and and bell we're gonna do bell things probably gonna read a book um what's wrong with reading a book absolutely nothing is wrong with reading a book so this was good to get back into the parks and actually uh do something where we didn't have to create anything or drink anything. This was, <laughs> well, I mean, we did drink you know, we drank it in real life. Speak for yourself. Yeah, we did drink sir. some things. So Speak for yourself. Let's uh, <laughs> let, let, let's 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 do closing remarks. Um, Tim, good night. <laughs> You're such an asshole. Sometimes, sometimes you got to put the ball on the tee and let the kids swing the bat. <laughs> Oh, you had to do. <laughs> that was cursive. I don't know what the fuck that was. Nope. That's, That's all you had to do. 
Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> there it was. <laughs> All I heard was consonants. Yeah. I heard that's why you edited it. <laughs> that's what I heard. <laughs> well, y'all are drunk. <laughs> did you finish your bottle? A little bit. I did. Oh, good for you. Good for you. This good is my last glass in my Not bottle. Well, uh, Maria. Yeah. Welcome, welcome back. Where, where'd I go? Where did she go? <laughs> That's up to you to figure. Oh. I'm just, I'm, this, this is called a conversation. <laughs> okay, I didn't go anywhere. Oh <laughs> um, hey guys, if you uh, are listening and you're not part of the Facebook group, uh, why the fuck not? Well, because we got a rock going and we're not no, letting them in. That's <laughs> <laughs> this is a Fargo on you members. I heard. <laughs> oh, let me write down this time stamp. Oh, real fast. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start over. So, uh. You just gotta look for when, whenever I have an audio spike at and be like, okay, we're just gonna delete from here <laughs> over. So, uh, if you're not part of the Facebook group, why the fuck not? It's kind of it's like fun and shit over there. You should probably join. And shit. And shit. and shit. But um, Tim, they've got to do something. What do they need to do? Good night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now they got to answer all the three questions and wait no, a month. It's actually four. Four <laughs> questions. Listen, there have been people that have been answering only three questions because we say answer the three questions. There's actually four oh, fucking questions. Be, yeah, the fourth question is Facebook's, not ours. Well, that's true. But there's still four questions. So you gotta answer the four if questions. You Facebook questions is okay, but the answer ours. That's fine. It's okay. So you gotta answer the four questions, and then once our giveaways are done, <laughs> we'll let you in. <laughs> and then you can start commenting on stuff, be an active member, and have no problem being a participant That's next right. year. We love that. That's it. We want participation. You won't get a trophy, a ribbon, a medal, none of that shit. You know what you'll get? Comments. You'll get comments, and comments are the nope. internet currency of Facebook. Fuck that. Nope, I disagree. The more you oh. open yourself up to people in this group, the more you're going to find like-minded people in this group. And you're going to make friends and family for a lifetime. So fight me on it if you think different. <laughs> I don't think different. I'm just saying you'll get comments and you'll find family interaction. (laughs) Well, yeah, you do fight family every once in a while. Yeah, yeah, you do. Looking at you, Brant. Oh, wow! I'm gonna edit that. Uh, All right, Adam. Moving on to you because Maria is just flinging syllables like they're noodles. (laughs) All right, so next. Cheat Up kind of is coming up in April, except, no, I'm lying. I have to take that back. So, Yay! next Cheat Up is Maria in February, correct? Um, kind of. I don't know that we have anything, like, officially planned for a Cheat Up, but if you're going to be in the Orlando area, like, if you live there or if you will be vacationing there, um, I'll be there the first weekend of February. So 
let me know and we can plan something for one of those evenings. The next one after that is going to be April for the Star Wars races that hopefully we actually run. Or depending on who you look to look at and talk to, hopefully we don't have to run. <laughs> Either way, I know. If you talk to my husband, he doesn't want to run them. He doesn't want a dead toenail again. That's accurate. So, um, either way, I know Tim and myself plan on going down whether the races don't happen or not. So, we're definitely going to be around that weekend. The next big sheet up for 2021 is going to be the anniversary Nothing has said in stone yet, but we have the dates. You can take a look on our Facebook page, like Maria mentioned, and the events are posted there. The other thing I kind of want to mention is, can y'all please take a few minutes out of your day to rate and review us? Give us five stars if you can. Um, it's been a really long time. We've had some haters kind of hit us on the hard side recently so our ratings have gone down ratings and reviews are the only way people are going to find us so if you enjoy what you listen to please let us know the best way to do that is rate us on itunes if you have a problem with the show please reach out to one of the hosts no we don't or... we don't want to hear that shit no i <laughs> we or one of the I'm admins though just so that we can figure out what the problem is and maybe try to fix it and make it better. This community is about all of us. It's not just about the host. So if there's an idea you have, if there's something you want to run by us, we're open to it. Would we listen to it? Meh, who knows? But, you know, <laughs> nobody likes criticism sometimes. But um, this is the way we grow. This is the way we get better. So, and that's all I got tonight. And if you're not a member of the Facebook group and you want to reach out to us, you can always shoot us an email at uh, three sheets pod. No. <laughs> no. It is three sheets to the mouse at gmail.com. And that's the number three sheets to the mouse at gmail.com. You can. Uh, Send your, your hate mails there, and I'll ma- I'll, we will make sure that it gets sent to the correct host uh, so she knows she's not doing a very good job. Um, but if you want to do one or, better, don't we have a voicemail? We do. We do. And, and matter of fact, I had some ask give me a call today on that voicemail. Accidentally. It's uh, 407-906-4698. No, that was, that was a lovely thing. Our... Um, one of our admins, Carly, butt-dialed the hotline <laughs> this <laughs> afternoon. She does. Literally, the last three phone calls to the hotline have been from her left and right cheeks. That is so, so funny. If we could get someone <laughs> give us the phone call that actually doesn't talk shit, that would be fantastic. And who knows? Maybe we'll put it as the closing of a show one day. And maybe you... Yep. And, you know, uh, also a great place to send nudes. Or just give that phone number out when you're at the bar and you don't want to, you know, granted when bars are open where you are, uh, yeah, because welcome all phone calls. And we might actually put that on the show as well. Absolutely. We will. (laughs) Whether, whether it's a text message or a voicemail, that line's always open. It's your chance to be internet famous. 
right? You can drunk text us and uh, we will read it on the air for 236 people to listen. <laughs> Fuck it, we'll do it live. <laughs> Fuck it, we'll do it live. You know, if I had enough messages, I would do a live recap. I would do it too. I think that would be a lot of fun, actually. Just to, to drunk read everybody's text messages. Oh, yes. Make it happen. Make it a thing. Make it fetch. It's all up to you, people. Make it Grogu. Oh. oh. Grogu. Oh. I, I can't talk. I can't say anything. I, I can't say anything more. All right, Mikey, wreck this shit up. You did. Oh, I got to wrap this shit up. up okay. Thank you. For, for listening uh, this week and do hit us up and we're, we're gonna we're gonna just you know screw it we're done here uh, this is not goodbye good night so long this is see you real soon so das vidanya comrades night ciao ciao